Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Up and at him. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. With Walker and Roush. We are two wild and crazy guys. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday to you. April 16th, 2021. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Roush, how are you doing? I'm up and at him. Ready to roll. Rock and roll, in fact. That's good to hear. Justin, how are you? How's your weekend going? Might want to turn my mic on if I want to talk. Uh, Pretty good. I woke up this morning about $150 richer, thanks to crypto coin. Oh. That doesn't even exist. Dogecoin? Doge, yep. That's exciting. I got 1,800 of them bad boys. I woke up this morning, looked at that, and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know how that stuff works. I don't well, either, but I love it. I mean, it. it's cryptocurrency. You know how that works, right? No, no. It's just like everybody, the more people invest in this made-up money, the more it's worth. But what do you, do you buy stuff with it? Like, no. You can. Mark Cuban accepts Dogecoin at the uh, team store. That's wild. <laughs> it's it, it had a wild day yesterday, and it kept going up. I don't have any cryptocurrencies. Yeah, I don't understand it enough to actually put my money where it, my mouth This is. was my only one I have solely because it was like seven cents when I got it. And, and I was like, who can't afford seven cents? On the last boat? Uh, Bitcoin, yeah. Yeah, so you had to, you had to hop on one. I'm not going to let what happened to Bitcoin happen to me again. <laughs> My buddy had Dogecoin and sold, and I, I just, I don't really get, like, I guess at some point you got to sell it, and everybody's financial situations are different, but if you're in for, I don't know, really anywhere up to, like, maybe a few hundred bucks, it's kind of like, all right, you put that money into a thing called Dogecoin. Like, if you lose a few hundred bucks, you had to expect that happening. So my whole thought is, like, I would just be keeping it and not yeah. touching it. And yeah, you look at Bitcoin now, and it's like, well, if I would, if you would, if Bitcoin, I wouldn't touch either, um, until it like gets to a, like a substantial or life changing amount of money, which is different for every person. But that's what I would do. I can't believe some of these people like get out when it's like, oh, I got six hundred bucks. That's awesome. It's like, oh yeah, it's great. Like that's a that's better than nothing for a made up currency. See, I made but, that. Like, what if you know? What if in three years that's one hundred and sixty thousand bucks? Probably wouldn't be, but, you know, just saying. I that's life-changing money. I made that mistake the first time around when I had Doge, and I had gotten up 250 And I was like, yeah, I'm out of here. Wish I'd have See, kept crazy. it in. Like, 250 bucks, big whoop. That's a, yeah. that's a bad gambling. Right, night. yeah, no, looking back, I should you know? have just kept it in. Yeah, absolutely. I could blow through 250 bucks just like that. That's like three bad bets in a weekend, <laughs> which happens frequently. But uh, I guess congrats to all those in the crypto- cryptocurrency game. Text on into the show, 502-414-1450. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm just of the belief that if I'm going to gamble on something, I should at least have a decent idea of what I'm gambling on. Same thing with sports. Even though I really, like, do I really know what's going to happen? No, but I feel like I, I at least feel comfortable with making my wager. I'm like, oh, I can see this happening. I have, I have no idea what any of that is other than people just show, share that meme of the dog. It's more like an investment. 
than you, like a gamble. Although yeah, it, but it, it, it. I mean, it is a ga- <laughs> it is a gamble. But if you're only, you know, like I said, if you put a few hundred bucks into it, then did did you see the uh, the Gaffietti tweet where it's uh, he's photoshopped as an astronaut and he's got the Doge doggy and it's to the moon? No, I don't think I have seen that. It's great. The people on social media with Doge are so funny. <laughs> they are so funny. A lot of people think it's, it's that just a great internet joke. Yeah. Elon Musk invented it. That's what a lot of people think because he's like the one that if he just tweets about it, it goes up. Uh, yeah, it yeah. just spikes. Like, and that that's been going on for months. But uh, I I don't fully understand it either, Roush. But I understand it enough to know that like I would just be holding on to it for now. They asked Elon Musk yesterday what he thought about Dogecoin, and he said it's going to be really funny when the Cryptocurrency that was created as a joke becomes the actual cryptocurrency. That was a that was a big phrase. Yeah, yeah. He tweeted out Doge barking at the moon. <laughs> that was a picture of a dog barking at the moon. Uh, all right, so good night for Justin. Uh, Justin, I was hoping since it's technically your weekend and you can kind of just go to bed after this, maybe you would have brought in donuts for a little Friday treat. Wow, way to throw me under the bus. My bad. Drop the ball. Just would be nice to have some, you know, like maybe, traditions around this place. Maybe next Friday. You know, I don't see. I don't want to start a tradition because then that sets a precedent yeah. of what you all expect. Yeah, and you know, you gotta have the bar. Yeah. Like, Trevor set the bar incredibly low. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it low. Yeah, yeah, but like, wouldn't this place be a little like more lively in the morning? You walk in, donuts right there, intern cats meowing Ooh. at you. Intern cat tried to sneak in with me yesterday. <laughs> She has taken a new approach. Instead of just chilling and waiting for us, she almost she like sneaks and follows us. And then it's really not till we're to the door till we even recognize like see that she's there. And then yeah, she'll just look in that little window really cute and just want some food. And I give it to her every time. Did I, you feed uh, her today, Rush? I, I did not. I was going to wait till next break because I got here a little bit late. But I, I, I fed her this morning. She's fine. Okay, good, good. I have a, a, a theory that just – I don't know where this came from, but it popped into my head this morning. Uh, but are now I, I've come to realize why Justin Kalen spent time in Florida as an adult while he moved down there. Because it's warm? More lizards? He had to find Sparky. That's Sparky right. Sparky ran away. <laughs> And he was looking for his long-lost Sparky by going to Florida. That would be a good reason. He tried to get an alligator, and it almost bit him. I mean, this has, this has like, Adam Sandler movie written all over it. I think so, yeah. yeah. 1996 Adam Sandler movie, too. Got to be real. Lots of doobity boobity. Speaking of entertainment, tonight's the last Aaron Rodgers night. <sighs> Just stinks. For now. Know? He's done such a good – yeah, that, that's, that's a great way to look at it there, Justin. For now. He's just done a great job. Show's been great. Really competitive games. Did you watch final? You know, did you get Final Jeopardy? I. So uh, hand up. I watched the night before's Jeopardy uh, in the afternoon. You know, I, I have them all recorded and fell asleep because um, I was really in need of a nap. So all right, Final Jeopardy. Okay. It. It, it the. The, they gave a few more little hints, but like mm-hmm. the category was Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare! You, you, you confident? You putting down a lot of money before you see the answer? Yeah, I yeah, I, I'm, zero. I'm not, but I, once I saw it, I was like, oh yeah. And this would have been my my first guess. The answer. Oh, so you did see the final I Jeopardy? This was two nights ago. Final Jeopardy. The longest play? What's the longest one? Oh yeah. Okay, never mind. Last yeah. night was a uh, the the Shakespeare one's Macbeth. You're right. No. 
Was it? No. <laughs> I thought it was Macbeth. No, Hamlet. Oh. See, I, Lady Macbeth is in Hamlet, though, right? No, I'm, I'm terrible with Shakespeare. But I'll you would have thrown a lot of money down. No, I would not. I'm <laughs> chicken poop when it that, comes You're right that it was two nights ago. I think last night was um, science or something stupid. The only Shakespeare I read was Romeo and Juliet and King Lear. Which, King Lear, that's pretty good. I read Romeo, Juliet, Macbeth, and Hamlet. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't think A Midsummer's Night's Dream, but the class above me in grade school had to do that play, so they oh, had to gosh. read it. And I was just. They had to do that as a play? As after, like middle see, schoolers? after seeing the play, I was like, I'm so happy I didn't have to read that stupid book. Man. Although you been... can say that about any Shakespeare play, I suppose. Yeah. The, the oh, thing it was that. Lo- it was long. The best moment in any Shakespeare work is, I bite thy thumb at thee. Great, great line. Just imagine people going around just biting thumbs at each other. That's hilarious. I think it was more of like an insult. Like, yeah, exactly. Ah. It was like a middle finger yeah. back in the day. Yeah, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, it is pretty funny, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, so last night, Aaron Rodgers tonight. Thunder over Louisville tomorrow, not on Friday. Even last night, I was like thinking in my head uh, that it was Friday. And we had kind of a slow sports day yesterday for the most part. Roush? Well, we had the most anticlimactic news in the history of anticlimactic news. Because I think I've written about this damn transfer rule getting approved 17 times. So when it finally gets here, it's like, all right, we did it. We're here. Thought we were here a while ago, but we are here. I think what was even more noteworthy is that they did lift the recruiting barricades uh, in June the doors will be open for recruits to finally take unofficial and official visits. So this summer is going to get a little bit of crazy on that football recruiting trail, uh, even though it's 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 already pretty crazy this week over at UK. Yeah, it's uh, when when do the dominoes start falling with that? With the visits or with the commitments? Commitments. Uh, Wade Twins are at five Eastern today. So today, okay. So like six thirty, probably more like it. Uh, yeah, just. Uh, but no, uh, yeah, five Easterns when they're scheduled for Keontae Goodwins. I think it's technically at six, but I was told five thirty. So, uh, and that'll be on CBS Sports HQ. I'll probably put it on Facebook Live or Twitter Live or something like that. Um, so yeah, uh, coming down the stretch, three big commitments this weekend for the Cats, and Woo! it's looking good for for all of them. All right, the final Jeopardy from yesterday was physics. Let's oh, just God. give it to you. I would have put one dollar. Oh yeah, seriously. I got no way. It was a runaway, anyways. But modern formulations of Newton's two most famous equations both begin with this quantity that's measured in Newtons. No, oh, I mean, I would just, I would, I don't even know. I would try to make an Aaron Rodgers joke, but yeah. probably wouldn't be quick enough. You know, I said time just because I was thinking like e. But I think that was Einstein. So, like, I, I like E equals MC squared. What is the E Ooh, in that? I would have put zero wins the Bears have versus Aaron Rodgers. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah, 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 yeah. The answer was what is what is force, or the que- yeah the force. question was what gotcha, is force. Gotcha, gotcha. Which I feel like that was in my brain, but no, I didn't know. I mean, I clearly didn't know. I was just guessing, anyways, <laughs> like I do on normal uh, most Final Jeopardies as is. But okay, it just was bugging me if I wasn't going to get the. Uh, I don't know some people out there were like, "Oh no, the final Jeopardy is physics." TJ, so are you a it. are you a daily Jeopardy watcher, or did you make a special? I watch most days, regardless. Oh, okay, but with 
Aaron Rodgers, it has been appointment television. Like, you know, let's rush back 7.30. We're recording it. We're starting it as soon as we get back and watching it. But um, anybody else or Trebek, if it's 7.30 and we're kind of eating or we're just sitting around, we'll watch it. But we won't, like, rush to watch it. Or I think we do have it recorded anyways, but we won't really watch the replay of it. So if it's on when we're just watching TV, yes, when it's Aaron Rodgers, appointment television. Guy's really talented, Roush. I don't know if I told you that. Huh. I don't, I don't know if you have or not. Uh, yeah, I I was disappointed. I mean, Jeopardy was appointment television during early pandemic because it was basically our only form of sports. It really was. <laughs> it was awesome, though. It was uh, like our, our competition. But uh, baby time has gotten in the way of Jeopardy time. Oh, baby. Yeah, you know, it's it's usually when he's get, we're getting him ready for bed. But I will say that Wow, what a baby goes to bed at seven thirty. Eight. Eight, yeah. It's pretty nice. Let Jeopardy be in the nightcap. Let that baby live. Yeah, but he him. gets bit you know, you gotta keep him busy because then he just gets fussy. Yeah, Jeopardy. He doesn't want to put Jeopardy out and yeah. let the baby watch Jeopardy. Start answering questions. That'd be amazing. <laughs> It'd be great. That's <laughs> hey, that's how you soak him in, little baby Einstein. Exactly. But I have come to realize that as much as for most things I can't stand commercials, sometimes I kind of like them because it gives you time to take a break, you know, flip through the phone. Oh, I don't mind commercials. Like, obviously, being able to fast forward is, is fine. But the one thing that people that my wife doesn't seem to comprehend is that, like, starting a show later so you don't have commercials, you're still going to finish at best at the same time that the show's yeah. going to finish. Yeah. You can't fast forward live TV. No. Like, just as much as we try, Hannah, it's not going to work. <laughs> we can't fast forward live TV here. I, I'm, commercials don't really bother me. Yeah, it's time to look down at your phone. And uh, honestly, it makes me not look at my phone as much during shows when we have yeah, commercials. Yeah, I pay more attention. Yes. Uh, I do as and, well. and I think that the only exception is that is during a movie. Because when some, you know, you watch one of those cable movies, I had on uh, the internship, you know, just good old. Uh. Uh, Owen Wilson, Vince Vaughn, cheap laughs. You know, just some some good feel good cheap laughs. When you get a two hour movie and you start getting going, and then it's like, oh man, we got to take another break. That's when I'm like, okay, I could do without these commercial breaks every twelve minutes or so. That that's probably the one exception I would make is the the good old cable movie. The end of the any pretty much anything on MTV is just commercial city. But the end of the challenge, they backload the commercials, so it'll be like three minutes of the show and then three and a half minute commercial. And then you'll get like three and a half minutes of the show and then it'll be another commercial. And then they that, even that keep is you annoying, cliffhanging. They'll, oh, they'll, yeah. They leave like a cliffhanger for Does, you. Oh, does yeah, MTV like, still do that thing where they put up the, their logo to act like the show's over, like 10 till, and then they come back and they play more of the show when you thought it was over? They used to do that with like Jersey Shore. I don't know if I remember that. Real World. Like when they were doing credits or something like that? No, so they would just act like the show was over, 10 till. They would send it to break. They would put up, like, the logo, like, you know, well, like all the credits shows, and stuff. I don't know if this is what you're referring to or not, but I think a lot of shows will do, like, this fake end-of-show break, and then you come back for, like, a literally 90 more seconds of the show. Yeah. yeah. Is that what you're referring to, maybe? Uh, it, was all, it was a little longer than 90 okay. seconds, but... Yeah, it was almost like they had started a new episode for next week, but it was always the end of the episode for that week. Interesting. Yeah. The uh, MTV, I think, turned 40 the other day. The meme going around that old people are just loving is that happy, like, 40th birthday, MTV, in the 15 years you played music or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. They got to make jokes about, you know, back when MTV used to play music. I'm sure if they just played music 
it obviously wasn't a successful business strategy. <laughs> that's why they changed. Yeah, that's why now it's just Teen Moms and uh, Rob Deerdeck's ridiculousness 24-7. It should just be called the Ridiculousness Channel. MTV's got to be the only show that's really br- bringing in the bacon to a big to a big scale. Uh, or the challenge on in, in TV has to be, uh, I would think. But a lot of TV talk. Yeah. You know. It's a little, it's, like we said, it was an off day. There wasn't as much news as normal. We got more transfer portal contacts being made, which I feel like we need a new. It's just, it's it's so, not hard keeping up with, but Kentucky's reached out to Mac McClung. Well, but like how much? How, what's uh, that's same the thing, thing with Rocket like, Watts. Literally haven't heard nobody else has said a word about Rocket Watts in Kentucky. No, yeah, yeah. So like that that feels non-existent. So I don't. I just can't. It's hard to judge just how interested a team is because it's not like you know what it reminds me of. TJ, it reminds me of when we were at Peach Jams back in the day, and they would like we would just be reporting who John Calipari was watching play. That's what these contacts kind of remind me of. But that, at least that was factual. Like. John Calipari is watching this game. Here's a picture know, of him. We, yeah. we know that he's at least interested in somebody in this game. Not right. who it is, and we'd be able to narrow it down somehow. Yeah, but I know what you mean. It's it's it makes it. I wish we could have like a virtual John Calipari. We could see like visiting these prospects mm-hmm. and whatnot. That make that make life a lot easier with it. And he, there's no actual visiting. There's no visits among kids, and that's that was usually a good gauge of interest. Here is one of the more recent tweets, and it is from Jake Weingarten, who's got a source with Rocket Watts. UConn remains in the mix for former Michigan State guard Rocket Watts. Kentucky was the latest program to inquire, and they eventually did reach out. No planned timetable for a decision. Inquire so, to and... inquire to a reach out. What's the? So I guess that means they talked to somebody close to Watts, and then they eventually talked to Watts himself. Maybe you would think that would be the the logic there with that. Maybe. I just don't want Kentucky to have Rocky Rocky Watts. Watts. Yeah, that's where we all are. I'm just like believing in myself that it's not uh that it's not true. Probably is. I'm not saying Jake's line. I'm just hoping that it's not. <laughs> More of a hope than than actual. I, I think there's Kentucky so many could... options out there that they're gonna look elsewhere, right? Because Ty Ty Washington is the is the guy who would be taking Watts' spot. Yeah, I think Kentucky could get somebody in the fold relatively soon. I don't. Uh, again, I don't know if what we'll hear on announcements on departures or anything like that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if they got one name soon. But I really do think, and that's why maybe a little bit of my like fervor has ceased. Is that we've? I think it's gonna be a long time before we hear about like a Marcus Carr, maybe even a McClung. I think like the elite person Kentucky may get. We're gonna have to wait for Roush. Yeah, and that's just gonna yeah. drive people nuts, and I understand it. But I think it's just gonna be a little bit for some of these guys now, like a Ty Ty Washington or an Adam Miller. I could see, you know, Miller knows he's not going pro. He's just got to pick what college he's gonna go to. I could see one that we should get excited about happening in the next couple weeks, and then the other one being like. You know what month is it going to be in? I don't know. Do you know? It's gonna that one. I think we got to be even more patient on. But that's why every day we come in here and just kind of talk about the same names. But at the end of the day, Marcus Carr, he's going to go through some draft stuff. Probably have some workouts. I don't think he's anywhere close to the draft boards, but 
Could be wrong about that, too. And we're just going to have to wait, Roush. It's just going to take some time. Playing the waiting game. you put some sugar into your coffee. Oh, yeah. Do we have a date on the end of this thing, or is it just going to be open season all year long? It's open season. And that's – I saw a one of the college basketball curmudgeons uh, saying that we need a transfer portal signing day, which would be nice. It would be cool. It would really – I think we said everything that. I think that was a wacky idea Wednesday on the show. I think we talked about how like you just need to monetize oh, we did. We did have the that. portal as much uh, as possible. And then you open the portal, and who's it going to be? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, but they were kind of – it was more of a like, I'm a journalist, and I'm tired of keeping up with this stuff. We were having fun with it. Yeah, Dana O'Neill was they, being a loser Where they it. feel like they are, or they deserve to not have to keep up with this stuff because, you know, they got to get back to – It's too to, hard. They got to go right there, 1,700-word features. They but, want an actual. They want an actual thing. They were. I mean, I wouldn't also mind one, but yeah, it would make things fun. How but, do you make that happen? Yeah. What if you want to transfer after the transfer portal? You're just not allowed to make that decision public. Do you have to wait to another date? That's eh, the logistics that those journalists. It's a little too so, hard for them to go into. It's just easier to whine. But I will give us credit. I do think that our patience is being tested in this most recent roster build more so than ever before because you're coming off of your worst season under Calipari there's probably the most uncertainty but I haven't gotten the feeling that people are in a rush to go after Cal's head just because things aren't happening and moving quickly I mean you've got Oscar Sheboy in the fold Kellen Grady Happened. So you've got a couple big ones there. It's big to get Grady just so it's like, all right, you know, like it's. They're going to do some big things. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody just calm down a little bit. So it's, it was kind of nice. And I, I I haven't, I haven't heard that either. I mean, there's still just the normal grumpy Cal haters that you'll hear from time to time. Those people will be there regardless. You are right that it hasn't, but I, I do think as the days turn into weeks, you're, it's going to grow and just, I, I would try to caution people to not freak out until you hear about Carr going somewhere else, McClung going somewhere else, Adam Miller going somewhere else. I do still put Adam Miller kind of on that second tier. I, I if I if you got him, I, we talked about that yesterday. If you get him, I still would want one of the car, the, you know, one of the biggest names. Maybe you know Pippen doesn't like what he hears from the draft, and the other one to go back to Vanderbilt. Uh, that's another the guy from Colorado as well. I do think. It's going to grow the rumblings, Roush, and I just caution people to be patient because it's going to take some time. This NBA stuff, again, I'll reiterate it. I've said it a couple times, but to enter the draft, you've got until May 30th. So you still have six weeks till you haven't even have to make the decision to enter the draft. Yeah. To withdraw from the draft, July 19th at 5 p.m. It's April 16th. May, June. I hate saying it, but like we got a lot we got a long time, folks. For and when these people have to. Now I still think like people do before Roush. I don't think everybody's gonna wait till the deadline. You're not gonna have a bunch of Hamadou Diallos. Right, right. But I do have to could. remind myself that you could. It's just a different version of high school kids who took long to announce. I mean, I was in the infield tunnel when Kevin Knox announced his decision. You know, like there's there's a lot of Time that passes, but we're just we're just not used to it. So we'll get there, slowly but surely. And then Harmon from Oklahoma, Devion Harmon. Mm-hmm. Did you see that he entered the portal? Yeah, 
think most of the cinnamon is going to be in the Big 12. He's going to stay there. But, you know, that's anybody's. Is that the whispers? That was the whispers that Jack Pilgrim uh, posted last night. I uh, he He's a guy that I would love at Kentucky as well. He kind of jumps to maybe number two behind Carr in my realistic like I'm not including Pippen because it seems like he's just going to go pro. I'm not including Zagorowski because it seems like he's going to go pro. But assuming the people that have actually talked about going to the portal or are in the portal, I think I'd have him too. That dude is awesome. Um, not like the best outside shooter, which I think would scare some people, but the dude just finds a way to score. Really tough player. Uh, so that's disappointing that he's probably going to stay in the Big Ten. I guess it makes sense. But that's another name. If I'm Kentucky, I'm at least uh, putting out feelers for. And I do wonder, as we're talking about timetables and this stuff, Roush, mm-hmm. I wonder if we'll get to a point where it'll just be, maybe we're already there, where Kentucky says, we're only like taking two more guys. So, you know, Ty Ty, that could be a spot for you. Carr, I know you got to go through stuff as well, but just know that like, if, if Zegarowski comes out tomorrow and says, never mind, I'm actually going to play college again, but it's not going to be at Creighton, and he wants to take it, then that's going to be a spot taken. I do wonder if Kentucky can get to a point where it's like first come, first serve sort of deal. Or if you don't want to do that, you may not want to do that because it may, well, you may tick people off, you may scare people. Restrict your options, and yeah. yeah. Or you end up, somebody's like, okay, then the UNLV guy's like, oh, then I'm in. And then Kentucky's like, uh I don't, that's not necessarily what we wanted out of this. Yeah, there will. You don't put the pressure on some people to commit until you really need the commitments, uh, like Tennessee did to get a couple of middle three star commitments before tonight's announcement by the Wade Twins. They wanted to soften the blow a little bit. That's kind of how these Dork, things work. Dorks. Yeah, losers. Let's go to our first break. We'll come back. We'll talk more about it. Text into the show, 502-414-1450. With the Plumlee brothers, not Texan. The Texan's going to take a little bit of hit. Oh, That's something man. we're going to have to to, uh, to to come to grips with. And then we got the official soundtrack for Thunder 2021. And, folks, Katy Perry's on there, but is it the song you think? We'll tell you when we return here on KRC. Big secret, Thunder over all of them. Don't tell anybody. It's happening. Sam Cook singing on the radio. You say that I'm the boy who can make it all come true. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. That's the fact, Jack! With Walker and Roush. That's the fact, Jack! Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call go, here go. on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. Car Stuff KY, they've got everything and anything for your car or your bike, audio parts, bike detailing, car audio and audio installation, remote, remote starts, whatever it may be, wheel and tires for your cars or repairs for your bikes. 5725 Bartstown Road, give them a call, 502-239-9554. You want to quickly hear this list for the Thunder Over Louisville soundtrack? Oh, please, enlighten me. Although it's a lot of songs. I don't know if they're playing the song start to finish. 
Uh, if they are, then it's going to be longer. Than they what, usually they, say they usually minutes. don't. It's yeah, usually it's just, just like a verse, of them. and then yeah. Okay, chorus. so starting out with some of the uh, locals in in Louisville, Bryson Tiller, right my wrongs. Every time I hear that, I think of a fireworks show. This one does make sense. Jack Harlow's "What's Poppin'." Yeah, but remember, they're not going for the loud ones this year. It's just the bright, colorful ones. Mm-hmm. Jason Claiborne, better. So is this like they're just trying to play Kentucky people? Ray Charles, America oh, the Beautiful. Oh, that's great. The Weekend, Blinding Lights. Oh, so that's when the lights are really going to be fired up. <laughs> Kygo and Whitney Houston, Higher Love. Oh, big fan of that one. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. yeah. Daft Punk, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Oh, Suck It, Kanye. That. Yeah, no, seriously, I thought that was Kanye's song. What's that? No, no, that was theirs first, and then Kanye just rapped over it. Like 20 years later. So, that's from like the mid-90s. So how does it go? Like, what's the, I mean, I know... It's it's everything that, except him rapping. Work it harder makes it better. Do it faster makes it So it's it the same harder. lyrics too. It's like that, but there's no oh, yikes. That's embarrassing. There's no uh, there's no like verses. That or song anything, reminds though. me of like sophomore year high school. I always thought Kanye, but all along it's been a lot. It's all it's all been Daft Punk the whole time. <sighs> Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. James Lindsay Rainbows. Well, you should have gone Casey Musgraves Rainbows if you're gonna do a rainbow song. I think you should have gone uh, Kermit the Frog, Rainbow Connection. No, we didn't. No, <laughs> Katy Perry. Rainbow Connection. Fire. No. Teenage Dream. Not the end of the world, which I'm not sure if I remember that song. The hell is that a new song? I don't know. Man, new Katy Perry stinks. Wow. It's so bad. Avicii. Hey, brother. Ooh, I do like that one. It's, it's my favorite Avicii. R.I.P. Texture or uh, another song. Sorry, The Beatles. Here comes the sun. Oh, those are going to be bright as hell. You better believe that. Top golf break? Don't have them in Hurstbourne. Oh, yeah, good thing they didn't have anything near Hurstbourne. People just would have lost their minds. <laughs> Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror. Eh. Glad that they don't find Michael Jackson problematic to play. Texter said, or I keep saying Texter, but I'm seeing the text line. Uh, <laughs> Dance Again by Dance Again. Never, what? I, no idea. Gareth Emery, Dynamite. Don't who? The script, Hall of Fame. I, is that the one that's like, standing in the Hall of Fame? Oh, I bet it is. The Edwin Hawkins singer, Oh Child. What? what are, Maybe that's the, are we the are we Oh this? Child, things are going to get easier. <laughs> Maybe that's I that bet, I bet that's what it is. Yeah. I love your deduction of all these songs. The Black Eyed Peas, Ritmo. What's Ritmo? <laughs> are you, do you know that I song? I thought I knew all the Black Eyed Peas songs. No, they had like four songs. No, they they. you'd be shocked how many Black Eyed Peas songs were the big song of the year at the time. Celine Dion and Andre Bocelli, The Prayer. Uh, I didn't know they did a song together. I like Andre Bocelli. I'm not sure if I'm familiar. Yanni Santorini. Partiro. One of the pract- impractical jokers is a big Yanni fan. Huh. I'm not uh, not familiar with any of the, his his work. Tim McGraw and Tyler Hubbard, Undivided. That's a good song. And then last and certainly not least, Billy Joel and Linda Ronstead, When You Wish Upon a Star. So I won my bet on the plus yeah. 50,000 50, wow. for Katy Perry. Nice. Dollar well spent. <laughs> I don't know who's paying that out. 
Somebody's going well, to. Well, Caesars is the official sponsor. <laughs> yeah, Marvel. right. Little Caesars is the official sponsor. No, Caesars. In, or, oh. What's it? Is what is it now? What's is it still it, Caesars? I think it's Caesars. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Not Little Caesars. Or a horseshoe. Yeah. Horse Caesars horseshoe. Kentucky volleyball got the sweep last night. When do they play again, Roush? I don't. I believe it's the day after tomorrow or tomorrow. I think they get a one-day break. And then was the wife happy U of L's in the Sweet 16 as well? Yes, because she was watching during lunch and said that this is the worst volleyball team I've ever seen. And they somehow came back and won, so good for them. <laughs> but they, she was like, this is the worst. They're, they're so terrible. There's no way they win. Then she turned it off and was like, oh, my gosh, they won. Wow. So she was pretty happy. And then it'll be a Commonwealth battle between Western Kentucky and Kentucky. Oh, yeah. And that will be Sunday night. Jeez, that's a long time. I guess because Western had to play back-to-back days. They're like, we'll give you a break. Sunday night, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, like any other time, I probably, I probably would watch it. Goodness gracious, 10 o'clock? Volleyball games go by pretty quick. They're pretty fun to watch. <sighs> but 10 o'clock. Well, well, I will give it an A-plus we'll do the show from home on Monday. You know, it's, a, yeah. it's a late UK event. It's what we got to do. <laughs> uh, L will play at 3.30 on Sunday. A more favorable time. They go against Washington. Did uh, Moorhead win? I don't see them. I don't think they made it, buddy. Sorry about that. Is it Moorhead or Murray? There's four teams in it. No, no, no. I'm saying I don't think they made it to the next round. Oh. Shucks. Hey, good good try. Good effort, Moorhead. They did beat Creighton, and then they got swept by Florida. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Florida, pretty good. Yes. So, uh, let's see. One... One, two. Only two national seeds, they ranked the top 16, didn't make it to the Sweet 16. And one was Western beating Washington State. Yeah, suck it, Pullman. So theoretically, it makes the road just ever so easier for Kentucky, you would think, against Western Kentucky. Although I think Western Kentucky's played Kentucky tight in the past. They didn't play this year because I think it was conference only, if I'm not mistaken. But all right, Cats. This is, uh, you know, setting up for a team, their number two overall seed. So go out there and do it. Louisville plays Washington. So based on Brooks' logic, this is not going to be good for Louisville? No, they're Pac-12. Pac-12, no, it doesn't matter. Big no, 10's really good. I know, but I thought that she said that this was the worst Louisville team ever. Well, as soon as she turned it off, they played better. They took somebody out, apparently. So they, it was just one player who sucked really bad. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she can't watch. It was her fault. And then yes. while while we're on just Kentucky sports in general, did you see that UK has the number one tennis player and the number one duos in tennis? Pretty cool. Never have watched a college tennis tennis match. Although it seems like something that I I've heard nothing but great things about. That yeah. and like a college swim meet. Two things. Probably the only two sports that I've never. Yeah, because I've even watched like track meets. You know, like some of the some of the big bigger races. Yeah, what's in the yeah. oh, water polo? Well, well we don't we don't have, have it. Yeah, team, so. uh, no, never field hockey. Louisville does field hockey. Never watched that. Yeah, Kentucky doesn't have field. That hockey. would be. I, I went to a high school field hockey game when my friend was dating a field hockey player. My goodness, so bad. So bad. What and what? How so? Because I was just in pain watching them hunched over the whole. Like the sticks are too short. <laughs> they're just like w- running around with their backs bent over and the ball isn't supposed to really leave the ground either which takes away all the fun in it so it's not lacrosse 
Yeah, but like you would think that you would be able to whack it and it would go airborne like real hockey, but that's kind of against the rules. One of my, when my stepdad and my mom were dating, his daughter was a senior at Sacred Heart, and we went to like the state field hockey tournament. I don't know if it, it wasn't the state championship game, I don't think. Maybe it was, but anyways, like four seconds, I was nine or eight years old, four seconds into the game, this girl, just gets absolutely drilled in the head with the ball and like oh. out cold, like just knocked out. They like Damn. bring the ambulance onto the field. It was pretty traumatizing. And I just remember like little eight or nine year old me being like, boy, I am happy that boys do not play field hockey. And I know that they do, but not where I play. <laughs> yeah, like that's yeah. not something I would have to worry about. Cause I was just like, that doesn't sound fun just getting hit with. It. I was like, what is, is the ball like? Or I figured it was a rubber ball or something like that. No, I was like, it no, is, it's wood. It's, it's wood. just a wooden ball. <laughs> and that was going, you know, probably like 50 miles per hour at her temple or her head. Not ideal. I, uh, I think she ended up being okay. I'm glad that lacrosse is kind of, it's not getting big, big, but you know, it's getting kind of commonplace to play. There's a kid on my street where I'll be walking the dog and he's just, how I used to throw baseball against my, like, like a tennis ball against my garage. He's doing something similar with his, uh, you know, lacrosse ball. So it's, you know, it's slowly getting there. Lacrosse, it's fun to throw a, throw a ball around, have a toss, whatever they call it. Ooh, I've always, I've, I've been telling my friends actually recently, just having a catch playing baseball is a lot of fun, but you never really do it as an adult because you don't well, have anybody to do it with. And I also made the point with Luckett, I was like, when was the last time you threw a baseball? Because I threw one in college and was like, holy crap, this is like throwing a marble. These things are tiny compared to when I was uh, 12 years old. Yeah. I My old roommate and I would sometimes just throw baseball. It's just the only thing is after about like 15 minutes, it's like, okay. See, and I think it's more fun to do it with, my, with football than anything because you can kind of run around. You can do a little routes. You can do sideline catches and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm a big fan in baseball of doing like, all right, throw me a fly ball or like throw me a grounder. You know, those are fun. Well, and you can That's switch up. Variety. You can also switch up the way you throw a baseball. Like, Try knuckleball. It, yeah, if I'm tired of throwing just straight fastballs at whoever I'm tossing with, yeah, I'll just sling them a nice, nasty Tim Wakefield-type knuckleball. Mm-hmm. You can do a slider, something like that. That'd be, that'd be fun as well. Yeah, so like – Let's let's power rank. Let's do the Mount Rushmore of little sports activities that Ooh. you can just do. Uh, horse Sh- shooting hoops is yeah number one. Yeah, for sure. Now I guess we're gonna kind of get into the weeds of it though. Like, is cornhole considered just something? Let's just say with one other person. Yeah, if you want to consider cornhole too, it's still not as good as shooting hoops. No, cornhole is not as good as shooting hoops. But all right, I'm a big fan of throwing football and baseball, so I have those two. I just need one more. Yes, like I don't know what you would put here. Riding a bike, maybe. Ooh, riding a bike is like, pretty fun. Part of triathlon. I've never had, I've, but I can't tell you. Honestly, it'd probably be fourteen years old when the last time where I've been like, "Hey, friend, do you want to ride a bike?" <laughs> what about scooters? Were you a scooter kid? Oh yeah, we used to have. Uh, we had a triple crown of scooter races in our neighborhood. If there was anything that I could mock and like bring down to scale for me and my friends, we would do it. So we had a we had a derby scooter race, and then we had the Preakness derby, or we had the Preakness <laughs> scooter race, and then we had the Belmont. And the Belmont, the Belmont was, was the stupid too. long. Yeah. <laughs> and like we'd be going uphills with these scooters. We mostly try to make it downhill. 
And then there'd be times where like you could have the leader going down the big, you know, the final hill, and then a car comes and they just have to move to the side, <laughs> and it just like evens the playing field. That was just it's basically the, like a shell in Mario Kart. The rules were basically there are no rules except you just can't cut the course. It was like you didn't even have to really scoot if you felt more comfortable running, but they were so long. It was like you're not going to be able. to I run like that, that you made them over across many streets. Oh yeah, yeah. This oh, they wasn't were just like a sprint. Yeah, they were dangerous. If there's anything we could mock, so no, uh, Justin, me and my friends haven't gone scootering lately either. I did uh, get on my nephew's scooter recently, and uh, when you're a very large human on top of a very tiny scooter, there's some times where you're like, oh man, if this just if I hit a rock and just go over the top, there's there's not a whole lot to slow me down. Oh, there'd be accidents. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing you could do, though. You couldn't go back and help and make sure you were running your own race. And then if you won the Triple Crown, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome. Man, worst accident was the – we would play football in the street between like, mailboxes or end zones, and there was one – there was one part that you always had to be leery of because it was kind of like loose gravel, oh, you know, yeah. where, you know, it's patched over asphalt and you got kind of the loose rocks. And, man, he was he was the probably one of the best athletes out of all of us, but he was t- his, his uh, agility, ability to stop and cut on a dime, poor. It was 100 <laughs> miles an hour. He was like the kid on Mighty Ducks yeah, who just was flying and couldn't stop. And, man, he hit that loose gravel and just went – Heels overhead. It should be. It should be. Is it? It should be heels overhead. Not you head wouldn't over want heels. to be heels overhead because it's That's straight not... backwards and your feet are up in there. Yeah. I mean, he ate it so hard. Growing up in the Highlands, a lot of hills. And I've told this, but go go. My drive. My house was on this big steep hill. But if you went down the hill on our street, you wouldn't have to pedal up our hill. You'd be going fast enough where you could just turn and go. One time that was wet and my teeth broke my fall. <gasps> yeah, that was traumatic. That's that was my terrible wipeout childhood story. <laughs> not uh, what was not ideal. A texter jumping way ahead in the text line says, "Juggling a soccer ball or hacky sack, bro? Man, hacky sack back in like two thousand three. You you couldn't find you couldn't like go by a hotel and not see a group of stoners out there just doing a little hacky. I would add frisbee. Frisbee is the frisbee probably is a more realistic number four. I'm not a yeah. frisbeeer. Right. Well, and but some yeah, people just want to go out there and sling disc every now and then. Yeah, because it's relaxing. You don't have to do a lot. You can kind of put some different angles on it, and that can be kind of fun. I do wish I would have learned how to like throw it. I've got my cousin can just do frisbee things that I just don't get how it's possible. I just doesn't understand. I, I, haven't, I haven't banged any chains. Do you and your friends ever go throw boomerang together? Never boomerang. No. Never boomerang. I was always jealous, envious of boomerang. people at the beaches that could do the paddle ball. Oh yeah, because that's it's I'm much pretty, tougher pretty, than it looks. Oh, though. ping pong. Does that count? If ping need, pong counts, that's not really an outdoor. Activity. Yeah, yeah. Although you some need people uh, have their courses, their their setups outdoor. I should say. Anyways, yeah, we really just let's go to a break. I, we I, I would say we'll spin it back to sports, but we we just can't talk transfers twenty four seven. Yeah, we know Kentucky's going to have a big recruiting weekend. Uh, I guess there are, you know, there's some little pieces of news we can touch on, but you know, we got We should probably talk about the coaching staff just locking in on that Missouri game, like we are, which good. Missouri biggest game of the season, and they're also pretty ticked off from last year's Missouri game. I know, I'm, I'm pumped up about that. So we can talk that. We'll get text five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. You're listening to a slow sports day, Kentucky roll call here on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Baby, it's a wild world.
Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here Roll on Big X Call. Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. If it's a little too chilly for you, and it very well may be, check out the Bobby Cook Golf Academy. They've got indoor simulators. You can feel like you're playing a real round of golf, so you can still scratch that itch which uh, without being in bad weather, muddy weather, whatever it may be. Bobby Cook Golf Academy is over off Exit 4 in southern Indiana. You can give them a call at 812-913-4415 to book your tee time or hit their virtual range. I always will say it's better than actually going to a driving range because you get more info on the shots that you're hitting at the Bobby Cook Golf Academy for the simulators. Cheap rates just to hit some balls, practice a little bit. Uh, Go on your lunch break if you need to. And you can also go to bobbycookgolfacademy.com. And at bobbycookgolfacademy.com, you can book lessons. Get one-on-one instruction with Bobby Cook. Best value for one-on-one instructions in the Kentucky area when it comes to golfing. I've had some people direct message me. I need to get better at golf. Bobby Cook Golf Academy, that's how you do it. Uh, I wonder if he can fix ankles. Mm. Maybe out of his expertise. But he's a wizard. Yeah. He can figure out other things. How much do you think it costs to get a Lamar Jackson cameo? If you don't know what cameo is, it's basically this app that celebrities can get on and you can get like personalized video phone calls from them. It won't be in real time, but they send it to you. So basically you can like show your grandma, hey, look, Lamar Jackson had a private message for you. And it will be Lamar Jackson being like, hey, grandma, you're the best. Happy birthday. Yeah, Yeah. Congrats Pro- on being alive. Probably five hundred bucks. Wow. I was gonna say five grand. No, 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 no. I think most cameos are probably around a hundred. You want it? It's kind of fun how you set the prices for cameo because you want obviously a lot of you want you want enough people to do it where you're probably not bogged down with having to do them, but you also are making a little bit of money here and there. He is four hundred and forty nine dollars ninety nice guess. Four hundred and fifty dollars. You did go over though, so uh, yeah, you well, lose. Well, and Justin did it too, so we'll have to go to the person that bet one dollar. <laughs> hey, speaking of, I saw Prices Right last week. The girl in the final showdown, she was up against an old man. He was six thousand short. She was over by four dollars. Oh, I was just randomly watching the other day because I, I. I don't know if I took an early lunch or if I was still. What time does it come on? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So I must have been there for an early lunch because it was the, uh, it was the showdown, and I would have thought that these thing. It was like a motorcycle. It was this big vacation. It was just kind of your general stuff. And I was thinking it was like forty one thousand dollars, and the guy said twenty thousand. So I was like, "You're an idiot." I was like, but I guess it's safe, you know. You're not mm-hmm. going to go over. It ended up only being like $27,000, but the girl got it within like 80 or $300. Do they not do you win both if you're within 1,000? I you remember think, they used to do that. Yeah, I think they lowered it. Uh, now it's like maybe 100 or something. Yeah, I want it. Yeah. I don't she know what win, the exact. She didn't win both is. prizes, unfortunately, but she she was close and he was a lot closer than I thought. So I guess I need to get my prices right game back in check cuz I was that was a mess. Yep, you need to check your. Well, you're still probably accounting for those California prices, which back in the day it seemed like everything was outrageous when it came to the 
showcase showdown. What are you, they're not in California anymore? Uh, I don't know, but <laughs> pretty sure they are. Maybe maybe things just spot. things just leveled out. Yeah. No, I guess just <laughs> inflation maybe like, caught up. That's right. I, I would think that like a new motorcycle, brand new, this like awesome top of the line. I figured it'd be like twenty five thousand. I guess I was just off on that. I, I was speaking with a friend who's in the middle of purchasing a house uh, outside of Philadelphia in Pennsylvania. My word, the prices that they pay for homes and the 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 down payment money and you'd pay twelve percent tax just when you exchange property, the buyer and seller. It's outrageous it's like oh so your house and there's property taxes in kentucky right right, but you have to pay 12 percent flat rate on the whatever the uh transaction is so 12 percent on five hundred thousand dollars let's just say you have to pay that in 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 any exchange that is nuts (laughs) it's it's crazy the stuff he was i was like oh so my house would cost six times what it's worth in kentucky where you're at like it's it's just nuts Absolutely nuts. Uh, doing uh, there, the, there are some prices in Kentucky I can't believe. Like 700, 800 square foot houses going for 200 plus. Just nuts. <laughs> it's like you could take, you could, you could get, you could move outside of this area and probably get 3,000 square feet somewhere for that price. And instead, you're going to get 700, 800. Hmm. It's it, it it is wild the housing market right now. Yeah, we could save that for we could say we could talk about that for a longer time, but nobody would care. Right. Well, you Not know that anything we're talking about today is really all that. But but I'm sure there are plenty of people who are kind of looking at other houses, seeing where it's going because the market right now is just ridiculous. Things that and the thing were is, bought like, in 2015 at 115 are now being sold for 270, 280. I don't think it's going to slow down this spring or summer. I, yeah, I think next winter is maybe when we finally see things start to kind of chill a little maybe bit. They but raise that's, interest rates or something. That's a long but, ways away, yeah, yeah, potentially that. But like spring and summer, that's when everybody wants to be buying and selling, yeah. anyways. Weather's nice, easy to move, easy to do your projects that you need to do. And that's why it's right, right now we're at the like, well, do we try to get while the getting's good? And we know we can. If you play that game. We can sell real high, but we might be buying too high. You know, yeah. it's a it's a weird game you play. Yeah, I guess if you're. Good time to sell a finished product for a fixer-upper if you're into that sort of thing, but you got to be into doing fixing-upping and, and all that good, fun stuff. Let's go to our hour break. We'll come back. We'll start getting into tax. We need to talk a little Kentucky football, and uh, we'll also just see. Justin, I just think – got general nonsense to discuss as well. Yeah. Lots of nonsense. I think we could just do a get-to-know-Justin segment. Yes. Hey, and I might have to uh, eat my words on Keontae Goodwin as well. What do you mean you might have to? You have to <laughs> he's, he's committing to Kentucky. Might have to. Oh. We'll come back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. Hope you're having a great start to your Friday. It's so facto the weekend. 
Go on and celebrate. You deserve it. Get some salsaritas and just got an app. Just got a, a notification. Yeah, I just got it too. You get twenty extra points. Make a visit between now and May first, and they'll add twenty extra salsaritas rewards points to your account. Which is basically like salsaritas bucks. Oh yeah, and you get enough bucks. Much you get more. A free meal. Much more uh, useful than troop bucks. Yes. The thing I like about Saucerita bucks, too, is they'll they'll tell you. You'll scan, and they'll be like, oh, you want to take $3 off? You got points. Huh. Okay. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I, I want to. So that's why this weekend and up until May 1st, it's important. Go to Saucerita's, download the app, save yourself a little bit of money, get some extra points when you go, and they also have specials all the time anyways. So you're going to get something else on the app as well. And then round up your change to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. A lot of good if you go to Salsaritas. Good for yourself, good for others, good for your belly. You can get quesadillas, burritos, tacos, wildly addictive chips, hot salsa. they got two locations in Louisville Middletown. They have a drive through St. Matthews, completely renovated. They've got a good thing going at Salsaritas, deliciously different. So I was a little surprised, or just this seemed to come out of left field, that Kentucky's coaching staff is still really bothered by last year's loss to Missouri. It was a very ugly game, hard to watch. It was my least favorite game of the season, as a matter of fact. But I'm I'm all right with that. They they need to be hungry to beat Missouri. One, Missouri's starting to get their footing. Don't like that. Nope, nope. Two, if Kentucky's going to have, I can't say it enough, any sort of the season that we think they're going to have, you've got to beat Missouri that second game of the season. It, then it'll set things up to have a really fun October. I don't think it's crazy at that point you're talking about being undefeated when Florida comes to town October 2nd, and you're easily talking about, at that point, the biggest game of the Stoops era. The thing that I like about this – I really like about this coaching staff is there is a sort of – by God, we're not going to let that team beat us because we're better than them. There's a very there's there's a, a a pride in the fact that they see themselves as well past South Carolina and Missouri. They have long five game win streaks against each of them. Have taken L's one L to them in each of the last two seasons, and I, it really ticks them off. It really bugs them because I, I think. We give them a pass for what Kentucky was going through that day. Um, I think the way that Mark Stoops described it recently in an interview with Tony Barnhart is, you know, it was like we were slowly watching them rip pieces out of John Schwarman each day, and it just really took a toll on the team, and it kind of culminated in that that loss at Missouri. But I think those programs just really tick off Stoops because they get a lot more credit than what he's done at Kentucky. And I'm I'm – I'm sure they're ready to knock them down uh, a few pegs, knock them down a few rungs. Yeah, and that was a physical game, chippy, a lot of trash talking. Again, yeah, Kentucky had plenty of stuff going on. They gave up so many damn fourth and shorts. I think they converted they converted something like fifty over 50% of the third and fourth downs, and Larry Browntree was annoying as hell. The good news is I, you know, I kind of bunched them up together, because they both were dealing with similar coaching hires, they both got the App State guys at the same time. But I think it's—I think what—I um, can't even think of Dorkowitz's name now. Drinkwitz and Satterfield both were dealing with similar issues where they actually had some decent talent on the roster in that first year, but there's not a whole lot after that. I know they have uh, 
they, they've got Basilak at quarterback, who's serviceable uh, and, and showed his stuff in his first year, but he also had the benefit of some pretty talented receivers and having Larry Roundtree, who isn't the school's all-time leading rusher, but he's top five, I think. I mean, he was 4,000-yard guy almost. I mean, he rushed for a ton of yards throughout his career. So, Roundtree's gone. Nick Bolton's gone. He's going to be a day one or day two pick. I think Jamin Davis probably just high, jumped Bolton up in the draft process. But Missouri, this is when Drinkwitz is really going to be tested this year. And they've got to come to Kroger Field. And Kentucky's going to be ticked off. That's that's going to be a fun game to really shove somebody in a locker. And I think Kentucky's ready to do it. And I don't know. like I, I'll, I, I think that attendance is going to be as – Full as folks want to fill it up. Like, I still think maybe it's not going to be a full stadium for that Louisiana-Monroe game, although I think there won't be capacity restrictions uh, necessarily. Yeah, I, 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 I like maybe that they'll Mitch do, Maybe they'll do some sections where it's like social distance sections if you yeah, don't feel comfortable that, or that something. That would actually make probably – wow. T- call up the ticket office. Just although, give them – because that, that's a good idea for some folks who would just, you know – Hey, we don't want to. You probably have to make it upper deck because you don't want to. You want to sell it the lower bowl. Yeah, but still. PR one hundred and one. Let's say that you do a socially distanced section. First off, who necessarily wouldn't want that section? Like, even if you weren't nervous about COVID, everybody would want like a little extra space, you know. So, what if Kentucky? I can just see this being like a stupid radio topic. What if Kentucky does do that, but they charge more for those seats? And then people just complain. Oh it's yeah, like, people would be yeah very mad. I don't think they would do that. Um, but I, I that's that's a possible idea. I'm sure they're kicking around. I do like that, Mitch. Even though sometimes we're like, come on, come on, Mitch. This is smart to kind of wait it out instead of giving promises like some of the other ads right now. Or we're, we're going to be a full house this fall. It's I think it's wise to wait and kind of see where things stand. Just with how everybody's going to play this. So I'll play it. I I mean, I, I just can't imagine that vaccines and all that stuff that we wouldn't at least have the option. There still are going to be people that just won't feel comfortable going to full stadiums. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I'm pumped for that Louisiana Monroe game. I can't wait till September 4th. I'll be at the Krogue for that. But history would say that maybe Commonwealth or Kroger Field for that game wouldn't won't be full. But that Missouri game, that one – that one's going to be a pretty wild and and fun atmosphere and uh, mm-hmm. a big game for both teams. If, if you know Missouri has high expectations coming off what they considered a pretty nice surprising year last year, so that's going to be a big one for both teams early in the season. And then if Kentucky wins that again, you're going to take care of business against Chattanooga. You should win at South Carolina, known SEC road game. It's not something that you can easily chalk up, but. Then you're at four and zero with Florida, LSU, Georgia back to back weeks. And then it's kind of money time. Oh yeah, you win two out of three of those, then you're like realistically talking SEC championship. You win all three of them, then people just lose their freaking minds. You lose, you win one out of two. I still think like a good season. That's a, that's a very memorable win. Either you're getting one of Florida or LSU at home, probably not at Georgia. So it's just uh, schedule sets up nicely, but you best win that Missouri game to be able to have the fun that I think we're going to have. So I am, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear what happens at the scrimmage this Saturday. Uh, I, I feel like I've got a good idea of where the team has started versus finished, but I, I want to, I, I want that to be reinforced with the second scrimmage. You know what I mean? Um, because Joey Gatewood had a first good one. If he can 
go back to back when things get a little more complex. Uh, Liam Cohen said they kept it pretty simple on the offense the first time around, but nonetheless, they were successful um, in in that first time out. Uh, I know DeAndre Square didn't play as much, and I've heard, yeah, he's he pretty much just blows up whatever's coming his way. So, uh, you know, he, <laughs> it's I. I I'm excited. There are I do have some concerns about the defense, particularly at edge, just because they don't have that many guys. Uh, you have Jordan Wright, but nobody else with really any experience. So maybe they go out the portal and try to find somebody. Uh, if we talk about that second wave of people coming, that's also going to happen after spring football. I mean, it's probably going to be more prevalent uh, <laughs> in football than anything, just because of scholarship numbers, stuff like that. So I'm uh, I'm anxious to to hear what we get from from tomorrow's uh, scrimmage. The final one of the season, it's it's just a shame we aren't watching it. I mean, they're going to be doing it for, at Kroger Field in front of friends and family. So, And they'll have plenty of their they'll have plenty of their own cameras. I'm sure we'll get yeah. a pretty sweet hype video that won't show one complete full play. Yeah, yeah, it'll just be like, it'll be like the, the end catch. of the play. Yeah. It'll be the catch on it won't be who threw it. Yeah, it, it's <sighs> It sucks. It's really annoying and I feel like I right, well yeah, I mean, like, we, we, we could say, TJ, UK dropped the ball this spring. They did. They dropped they, it they so did. badly. And, like, they, did, they did nothing extra at all. We're going to take away your spring game but give you nothing more. Oh, here's some interviews on BBN tonight. Who gives a damn? Show us. Yeah, Hell, I saw South Carolina did Instagram Live part of practice the other day. We don't even – we just show us the damn individuals. Have cameras walk around for the individual drills. You don't need to give us anything team. Just give us something to get fired no, up. No, like they, give, give us team, though, too. I'm not, I'm not settling. This is a sport. <laughs> like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. Like, seriously. It, like, John Calipari tone is slightly off, and it seems like you get thousands of people that just lose their freaking minds. <laughs> but Kentucky doesn't isn't giving us anything. They're one of two SEC teams that isn't going to give you anything. Yep. And the other one finished feel all like, the way down. I feel like more people <laughs> needed to make a bigger stink out of this. Like, it, it would it would have been so easy just to do something at a minimum, put it on TV at a minimum. But yeah, I'm pretty bummed by it. But what can you do? They they yeah, already... and they at least have you know scheduled a pretty good recruiting weekend in lieu. So you still get the still get some good news that gets folks excited for um, and twins and twins. Are you gonna have that on the KSR alert that when they commit? It's, it has to be. It Ooh. should say, and twins. We need to just make the sound to where it. Oh, that'd be hilarious. And twins. People would get a big kick out of that if you did that. Oh, man. I'll put in a word. I'll we'll try to make it happen. Sure. that I don't know how the logistics of adding the audio to that would be. I'm sure somebody there could do it. Yeah. All right. Let's get to this text line. 502-414-1450. A texter says, I like Justice, and I think he's proven himself as a good recruiter. Definitely want him to stay. He was also the lead recruiter for BAM, who was a heavy NC State lean for months. Yeah, who the lead recruiters are, that stuff just runs together for me. Um, There's just so many recruitments, and it's hard to keep track of. The people that don't like Joel, for the most part, just don't have a clue. They're just doing A plus B must equal C. Like, Joel got here. Kentucky's recruiting hasn't been as great. So he's obviously equals, the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He It must be because he's not a good recruiter. No, teams are just cheating, folks. Yeah. it's It also it feels like sometimes the we, we put the blame on the wrong per- person. 80 grand got all the crap. I mean, 
probably Darren Hinshaw, who was the terrible coach. <laughs> he was the quarterback's coach, you know? I mean, yeah, is, it, is, it, is it Tony Barbie? I mean, he came in around the same time as Joel Justice, too. I mean, why? how come – I mean, Barbie gets a little bit of flack, but not like Justice. It's weird. That yeah, kind of goes back to the dorky Plumley recruiting debate. Like Kentucky's still getting great players in good classes. It's not like recruiting has just taken this complete nosedive. Just the best of the best now, the absolute best of the best. They're, in my opinion, not saying and, no to money anymore. Yeah, and whether uh, it's actual G League was on the the last big one where. That that was really the the last big one that Kentucky really missed out on. No, and Kate it, Cunningham last year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So hire his brother. Yeah. I know they like that's another thing that like oh Joel Justice couldn't get a recruit because a team hired the assistant's the the guy's brother to be mm-hmm. an assistant coach. Like what, what can you, you? There's only so many things you can do. And does that mean Kentucky was kind of greasing wheels early in the Calipari era? I don't know. Don't know. But you're getting good recruits and you didn't get in trouble. So if you were it was working. If you weren't, then that was working too. But I think in reality, it's just other teams are willing to do whatever it takes. And with the way NCAA has handled things as of late, why wouldn't you? You know? Oh, what was it yesterday? USC just got nothing. Was that? Yeah. They didn't get a... Basically, they're just like, we're not yeah, going to do postseason bans anymore. I think they were kind of light on level one violations, though. What Was that the case? I think okay. they were. Um, if I'm not mistaken, although I didn't know that was that came down, so I'll maybe read a little bit more. I, of that I have seen some on. very angry Louisville fans just at IARP. Like, just oh, without so we having an idea? Well, because it's like we created this whole committee to just do nothing. I mean, the point of creating it was to fast track things, and it's maybe even slower than before. I, <laughs> it's. I mean, it's true. They aren't wrong there. Yeah, I. Uh, the the recruiting stuff. I don't know if we even have enough time necessarily to get into it. Uh, I don't think Justice will be at Kentucky forever, and I think Kentucky can hire another assistant that can do great stuff, but but Justice cares a lot about UK. He wants to win really, really bad. So I do think he's kind of gotten a bad rap from people that just don't necessarily have a clue, but uh, he's not irreplaceable either. But uh, I, I think that'd be a good gig for him. I think it's one that he'd be interested in. So yeah. hope it works out if that's what he ultimately decides Ooh, he wants to do. Another difference between football and basketball. Uh, shocked there was zero list of who could be the next UNCG head coach yesterday. In football, that stuff's up in like. Oh, two I mean, hours. I think in basketball, that stuff's that's surprising that there wasn't any. Didn't see any. I, I think I, too I many just... national media members were literally drooling over Texas's staff. Did you see, like, if you were a national media member, you had to tweet about Texas's completed coaching staff. And then the historic uh, rules that the NCAA made. It's like, it's not. Is it historic if they've just been talking about this for 18 months? I think it's been plus four and a, four hours for Jeff Goodman. He needs to go see his doctor after talking about the the Texas staff. No no joke. He he says he, he put it up against any staff in the country. What if they just stink again? That would be great. I mean, I, I, it's like it, it's got some recognizable names. It's a good staff. Yeah, suck at Jeff Goodman. Uh, TJ, I – I'm I'm sorry I'm distracted. I've watched the Bobcat video at least ten times since we've maybe even more since we started this show. Justin, have you seen the Bobcat video? Yeah, I watched it during the last break. It's what a piece of uh, video! What a guy to pick it up like that. 
if you all haven't seen it yet, you will at some point today. My it's issue, going to be one of the more popular internet videos in a while. Very interesting that he picks it up. It is impressive. I agree with you there, he, Justin. He, he opens. Like, why, why, like, you can't just throw it over there. What do you think it's going to do? It's going to come back. You got to go like put it in a trash can. Well, but like also, the bobcat could get you too. Well, he clearly had a grip, a, a, a grasp, a grip, a grip had, on it. He had a good grip. I mean, it looks like it's trying. I mean, it looks like it's trying to go for his neck. And he does throw it by. Is that a kid that's out in the street? <laughs> yeah. Take this kid on the bike. I thought he was going to jump in his car too. Did anybody else think that? Well, when the video starts, I, th- I thought for sure it's definitely going to be something with the drink that he put on the car. I was like, this is going to be the focal point of this video. <laughs> he also says, need to get my car washed. Like, <laughs> I, you thought, like, well, the car's definitely getting dirtier. Life comes at you fast. But yeah, the Bobcat video. I wonder where uh, that was. Yeah, and it's a pretty densely crowded neighborhood. I mean, it, it's not Norton Commons bad, but the yards, the houses are built pretty close together, and it's just wild that it goes to not attack the lady, but the cat that they have in the carrier, I think, is what drew the bobcat out. Got them all hot and bothered. Probably Florida. They have a ton of bobcats. Really? Yeah. Did you ever I, see a bobcat? I actually, fun story, I saw more bobcats while I lived in Florida than I saw gators. Really? Yeah. Well, just because of all the development, they're building all these houses, so, I mean, they really have nowhere to go. Huh. My buddy says, I love how the bobcat me. guy holds it a foot from his face and yells, it's a bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the one thing I was missing. I didn't listen to the audio. Oh, so I'll probably, yeah, the audio's great. I'll have to pull it up And again. because the bobcat makes some disturbing noises. Also, didn't know bobcats were that small. Yeah, we talked about that during a break. Bobcats that's not pretty hard. big there, it, Nick. It, it's bigger than you think for like a cat that wants to kill everything. I mean, it's not a pa- it's not the size of like a panther, but it's... It's it's bigger it's a, than it, your house cat. It's a little bigger than your house cat. Um, I'd say probably triple. Well, it depends on the house cat. That's true. Yeah, if you got a fatty, then. But it's really the size of like a medium sized dog. <laughs> you got one of those thick <laughs> ones. <laughs> like the the big the big one that shows up, not intern cat. The other one we got oh, out there. Oh yeah, the daddy cat. Yeah, it's a big dog. Yeah, he doesn't come unless you know it's payday. <laughs> Texter says, "Sure seems like UK is getting tie tie." The timing of him announcing his final five and Kyle Tucker piece makes it sound like we're in a good spot. Supposedly LSU is in a good spot for him, supposedly. Supposedly Adam Miller in LSU as well. Like, I guess LSU wants to add another guard, and they're going after some of the same guys Kentucky's going after. And, you know, strong-ass offers. Here's here's the thing. Like, you can't – don't – if you're going head-to-head for a guy that you want Kentucky, don't lose out to LSU – the only thing that's scary, though, is I think LSU may be a little bit more eager just to get somebody on board, where Kentucky so may be like, all time. right, hey, we're, we want to wait. We're going to be patient with this. So they may. T- so what ended up happening is LSU may take somebody who Kentucky wasn't as high on, but it'll look like LSU's taking somebody from Kentucky. Right. On the flip side, though, it could be LSU is taking somebody from Kentucky. Uh, so uh, we need to, we'll need to be patient with that. I will say, and it's – I don't know if it's uh, – like, the Kyle Tucker piece, I think, is just him reacting to the kid getting an offer. What's more surprising is that it feels like Kentucky had only been recruiting this kid for a couple of weeks. Then he gets the like, – like, I feel like they, they did crank up the pressure to a degree, and I could see them be more willing to go all in on him than on anybody else out there right now. And some of that is probably just because of the belief that 
you know, you got experience developing high school point guards a little bit better so than you do with with portal kids. Yeah, yeah, I um, a lot of good options out there for Kentucky. It's just the only issue is you don't know. Like you, you we don't get to see their their big board. We don't get to see their ranking preferences. They yeah. have it. Mm-hmm. I, we just we don't know exactly what it is. So it's going to be hard to judge if they're getting the guys that they actually want. I guess we'll need to see. I've got my own pecking order, and I got to assume that it's going to be pretty similar to Kentucky's because I'm got the best basketball mind this side of East Mississippi Community College. Oh, that's the head I'm wearing right now. It really is. Mm-hmm. It the really, Plumley really bro really getting a job that keeps him from texting in is the best news of the offseason thus far. Wow. <laughs> Suck it, Plumley bro. You think he's having a meltdown right now with recruiting news? Like, Brandon Huntley Hatfield to Tennessee. Ah! Yeah, that's a big get for Tennessee. Somebody did ask the other day what the – I think I had already left. But, yes, there was definitely something that happened on the other side where Kentucky's like, okay, we're good. No, hundred percent. Yeah, like we don't we don't want to mess around with this anymore. And the way I kind of judge it is like how talented the kid is to like how egregious what happened must have been. So like whatever, it's gotta be wh- bad. It gotta be bad because that kid's good. He's yeah. a really good player, and it's not like something bad as in like the kid said or did something to the school necessarily. That stuff does happen as well. It could just be like, oh, he, he's got an agent. Like we, I know, like I know that agent. That agent tells me that he's working with the family. We are steering clear from this. Yeah, it could be something like that as well. The recruiting stuff is so much like deeper and darker than anybody would ever care to admit. And that's why sometimes when like just an average, and not that I'm anything above an average fan anymore either, but like sometimes when the average fan just can't understand what's going on in recruiting, it's probably for good reason you don't understand yeah. what's going on there's there's probably stuff behind the scenes money being passed around you're talking about big business you're talking about a lot of money you're talking about a lot of big promises sometimes weird things happen that don't make sense to us from the outside because the under dealings are where it's all at texter says tj asked the barber for the ernie mccracken <laughs> <laughs> which by the way I, I hadn't seen kingpin until the pandemic i'd never seen it start to finish it is so ridiculous, and sometimes you're like, okay, this is a little over the top, and sometimes it is so ridiculous in all the right ways. Like, whenever he bowls the one out and his hand <laughs> goes <laughs> and gets stuck in the finger holes. <laughs> oh, man. And, like, the opening scenes, too, with him on the road. I mean, man, there's just so much. I so need to go greatness. back and rewatch it all again, too, because it's been a while since I've rewatched it all. When he takes the, the Amish guy to the bowling alley oh. and, he, and uh, says he, you know, he bowls a, what is he, bowl like a 290 or something like that. I, I forget how they mess up the score, though. That's, that's, that's a real classic gag. When did you yeah, watch it? It was, it was last summer. Probably for the first oh, time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I yeah. I, I watched it for the last summer or last summer as well for the first time. Man. Well, remember <laughs> when Keith tried to make that KRC movie club, but it was like thirty movies. Yeah, it was too much. It was like we are gonna watch all of these movies so, from the. 80s. If we're not gonna do a book club because you said reading's too hard. Yeah. Then we could at least do just one movie club. Yeah. Right. So maybe like a movie. A. Do we do a week or do we do a month over the summer? Isn't that what Trevor's movie review is? No, I mean, God, are you kidding me? <laughs> we do it a week. One week to watch a movie. We come in on a Monday, talk about the movie. What's the solo? We'll figure out the solo news day. We'll do it for that day. Yeah. 
Something that we can do. Well, Thursdays. if this shows any indication, then we, we need to start planning this stuff. <laughs> uh, let's go to our uh, last plan for a break. <laughs> yeah, let's go to our last break. We'll come back. We'll plan a lot of great stuff. Uh, there actually, we've probably talked more sports than sports deserve today, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like, we've just sometimes you got those slow days. But the recruiting stuff, it is it is all fascinating. It's just we don't have the answers. So how, how, how many times can we say that in different ways? Because I feel like we've covered those bases. This Two weeks till the Oaks. KRC. Hey, that, that's kind of exciting, though. KRC will be right KRC. back. KRC. KRC. Louisville's got a little more pop this go around. Oh, yeah. Last year's hand pop out. Walker and Roush. You killed my father. Prepare to die. This is a message and a calling. So get up and gather around everyone. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 961 FM 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen here on your Friday morning. We appreciate you spending with us. Remember, KRC is available wherever you get your podcasts, I guess, except Spotify. Uh, but just search for it. You'll you'll find it somewhere. It'll it'll definitely be there. And leave a review and rating, and uh, we will greatly appreciate it. Genesis Diamonds enters its second decade in Louisville. They have more selection, greater value, and stronger warranties and guarantees. The trusted leader here since 2010, Genesis Diamonds, where Louisville gets engaged. Remember, they're on Shelbyville Road Plaza next to Trader Joe's. Two decades, Roush. Wow, that's impressive. Almost as impressive as Jagger Burton becoming the first offensive lineman to win Mr. Football Award in the state of Kentucky. He shared it. Along with a quarterback, Max Hergut. Hergut. Wait, they're giving away two Mr. Footballs now? Well, it's the first time the award's ever been split among Ooh. the AP voters. So, Beachwood quarterback Cam Hergut and Frederick Douglass' Jagger Burton are co-Mr. Footballs for the 2020 season, which ended four months ago. It took so long. Boo! Who's the quarterback that won? Max Hergott. Where's he Cam Hergott, excuse me, from Beachwood. They won two. Where's he going to college? Don't know. Let's look it up, shall we? But yeah, really uh obviously I have no idea why, who's deserving of the award why, or not, but don't give it to two people. That's it's not Mr. Footballs. And why are they taking so long to vote for this award? I guess shouldn't they be doing Mr. Basketball right now, not Mr. Football? <laughs> That's true. But, They'll get Mr. Basketball in mid July. He worry. is uh He's going to be an Akron zip. Oh, uh, he's going to zip the old zip him around. Up. That's how exciting. Yep. Texter 502-414-1450, but uh, congrats to Mr. Burton on the co-Mr. Football Award. Texter says, in the Tie Tie article, he mentioned that Cal said he wants to get back to three guards. I think we'll see a lot of Grady at the three. Fine by me. I just have no idea who else is going to be there with him. Hickman, Grady. We'll see a lot of Dante Allen yeah, at the three. Allen, yeah, I uh, just topping at the four and make I, everybody happy. I'm just 
I'm see it like I I can hear it so much. We heard it last year. Been watching the NBA, blah 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 blah. Like I'm okay. Convince me. Show me. So um, not buying it yet, Terry. I don't know why you wouldn't buy it yet. Just like even last year, it was a lot of Askew, Mintz, and Boston. Those are three guards. Just the issue is Askew and Boston at times, more times than not, stunk. So I was like, all right, well, let's not play these people that are bad. Let's last year was just trying to find stuff that would work on a bad team, and it just never worked because yeah. it was a bad team. Which I can, yes, that is correct. But I'm still, I'm a, I'm a see it to believe it guy. Same thing with the he's, receivers, excluding Wondell Robinson. He, like I just, he, that's so my buddy and I were kind of going back and forth about the wide receiver. He said the same thing. He was like, I, I he's like, I just, I'm not going to get excited about the wide receivers until I see it. And I was like, I understand that you're entitled to doing what you want to do with this sort of stuff. That's fine. But this is the first time since maybe 16, but really maybe seven, where you knew you had things that you could rely on. Mm-hmm. And two you of have, them. You have two of them. Josh Ali, Wondell Robinson. Yes. I think the reason why I'm even more hesitant, which is the passing game in general, is knowing that they're still going to run the hell out of the football. Because Chris Rodriguez is a freaking monster. So I don't know. I, I, I'm not even sure where to set the bar on past attempts or game, y'all, et cetera. You know, so that that's another reason for my hesitancy. Same thing with just Kentucky basketball. I'm trying to keep myself in check, similar to Justin, have the bar very low so that I can exceed expectations. So, yeah. Thanks, Hoosier Dingus. You're welcome. I just – I get it. Like, and I – and. The passing game, I'll believe it when I see it as well, but I at least know that you could get Josh Ali and Wandell involved and you can trust those guys to make plays and do good things. That hasn't been the case with the wide receiver position in football for a while. Then the basketball thing, it was not too long ago Kentucky was just playing Hagen's Maxie and Quickly. wasn't that long ago. Like Cal likes three guards. I do believe, I believe the texture, they'll get back to that sooner than later. And Grady, like we talked about with the Darius Miller comparison, he's going to be perfect because mm-hmm. he's going to get some mismatches. Excited about it. Just mm-hmm. would love to like have a Marcus Carr. Anybody got a Marcus Carr available? Yeah, that'd be pretty neat. Texter says, DeCourcy's response to potentially raising the foul count to six was, why not eight? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I, I saw DeCourcy tweeting out, or I, I guess I, I guess DeCourcy got unfollowed by me. I think I don't know when that happened. <laughs> probably sc- throughout the whole uh, pandemic stuff. Probably just got pandemic fatigued. But I saw Sporting News retweet his article about the there was the fewest fouls ever. Why would we ever go to six? And like clockwork, there's the DeCourcy column. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Texter says they're not going to do quarters because you get an extra t- you get an extra TV timeout the way it is now. It's not changing. I would welcome the foul reset and double bonus only. Of course, Nick picks out the best potential rule change as the worst one. No, it's just it's just asinine. Let's change. I just don't know why. You, like I go back to it, yes, I just don't know why you care so much. It's quarters, not quarter. I know you want the buzzer beaters. That's fine. I understand that. But it, and it's it's more so like NCAA. Why are you really jumping through all these ho- hoops for an extra TV timeout? Just make the TV timeouts longer, damn it! It's, it's not. Oh, it, it just annoys me. I would think that they may have it figured out more than you. They have in the women's game. 
They already well, have it women's, done. They don't care about the TV timeouts as no, much. No, it just it just feels so silly to what? How, how can we go to quarters without actually going to quarters? And I think they found a way. So I know, be but happy? it's so stupid. Just go to quarters. So stupid. It's the roundabout way to just, gosh. Texter says McClung would be a real fan favorite. Also, hashtag not just a shooter. Is McClung sneaky athletic? Yeah, I think I, I, I picked up on what that texture is throwing down. Uh, by the way, this is important. John Hale's tweeting this out because we talked about the transfer stuff to start NCAA, mm-hmm. kind of kicking the can, but it's, it's going to be official. But th- this is from John Hale. Important day in the NCAA transfer legislation. For this year only, all athletes will have until July 1st to notify schools with intent to transfer if they want immediate eligibility for this upcoming year. In future years, that deadline will be May 1st for fall and winter sports and July 1st for spring. So so while we talked about the NBA deadline, really July 1st could be a bigger deadline but again, I come back to I think we'll know. I don't think we'll have to wait that long. I think people that are going to transfer from a school, their school will be notified of that before July 1st. Maybe there will be a last, a few last-second surprises. But for the most part, while that is interesting and it's a more confirmed date, I don't think it's going to have a huge impact. But wanted to bring it up because we were talking dates, NBA draft, all that stuff. So felt like it was relevant, kind of. Yeah, I uh, I would say, too, in football, you can still do the we're going to go through spring football and be in by that deadline on May 1st. Yeah. So they they at least keep that available with that deadline. So, boom. TJ and Nick, if you're hearing the Plumway bros, can't text because they got jobs being a stiff and a prop that the Thunder people shoot fireworks off at each location. Hearing the plumbing bros can't text because they got jobs being a stiff and the props the Thunderworks people shoot fireworks off each other. You did miss one uh, as we just let that one marinate. Sorry. Hard to work, so missed the back half. Had to work, uh, so had to miss the back half of the show. Catching up on podcasts. Hype for the W on the text, but was thinking to myself, damn, are they really about to give my number (laughs) (laughs) out for some salseritas? Well, a quesarita is a quesarita. This person's name is Greg. Congrats, Greg, on your free salseritas. Person doesn't live too far uh, from me, so I'll probably just personally drop it off. Oh, wow. The personal the touch. The old sports stalker touch. I'm just going to bang on your window. You got salseritas. It's in your mailbox. Can <laughs> what, if I, you, what if you literally just stuffed a burrito in his mailbox? Can I have some money? <laughs> I'm going to give him the bill to the Patreon page, too, while I'm there. Texter says 502-414-1450. Texter who sounds wider than us says something rap singers sample music from the past. I don't get that. Not sure what it was in reference to either, but yes, uh, songs were sampled. Oh, Texter who sounds wider than us. Sometimes rap singers sample music from the past. Oh, they're making fun of you for not knowing that Kanye did the Daft Punk song. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Perfectly fine. He also did Gold Digger. That was from a... Uh, Didn't he get in trouble for that one? I don't think so. Mm. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's blatantly obvious. He, I, I think even Ray Charles got credited for it mm. in the the song. So, yeah. Has there ever been a time throwing football that didn't lead to full-on scrambling in the pocket, running routes, trying to get feet tap in before going out of bounds? No. Nope. That's me. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when I just play catch with people, they just like... It's like the, minici- the missionary of playing catch. Just... Throw, throw. <laughs> oh, I've got to do the behind the back. Oh, behind the, behind the back's, the back's a lot of fun. Going left-handed, 
I realize, one-handed catches are great. I realize I'm actually probably better throwing a football lefty than shooting a basketball lefty. Though I can, I can. There was a summer where I had a friend who he had a shoulder thing. I don't know if it was. I don't know, but he couldn't throw a football right-handed. So we had whenever we played in the street, we all had to play left-handed that, instead of just not letting him be quarterback. I don't know why we yeah, did this, that, but we that's... we got good at throwing left-handed though. Very probably useful skill that you use every day. I'm All gr- the time. I'm great playing darts left-handed. Ooh. Yeah, interesting. I can play right or left. Same thing with you pool. You a good darter? Uh, I'm okay. Darts fun. Yeah. Darts lo- are fun. I yeah. love darts. We got a dart board in my apartment, so we, we'll sling them from time to time. Little farts and darts. That's right. Uh, so, Justin, uh, Justin, are you a pool shark? Are you out there hustling folks? Oh, no. I'm not good at pool. I didn't say I was good at pool. You just like I can, can just shoot. I can just play left gotcha. or right-handed, yeah. I would like to think that I'm competent enough at pool to, you know, sometimes you you get the cocky out there and you can beat them, have a couple good shots, but it's not. There's no consistency in my pool game whatsoever. Sounds but, like all of sports with you. I'm okay at pool. <laughs> Love playing, but not great. Ping pong's the one that. Ping pong. Man. Love ping pong. And I thought I was good too, and then I went to college, and I just didn't invest like some other folks did. And because that's when you get really good, when you can really put some spin on it and stuff. And I just, I missed that chip. See, my issue with ping pong, sadly, is like the best ping pong is when you have somebody or like a neighbor or a friend or a roommate that's awesome. You play awesome, all the time. And like yeah. you both are good. So you're both just getting better because you're playing all the time. Mm-hmm. I just don't have anybody ever to play anymore. So I'm, I'm probably not as good as I used to be. And well, I know got, I'm not as good as I used to be. You've consistently got either a hurt foot, hurt ankle. Yeah, I've uh, got something broken. I think I know, no boot today. No boot. I wore the boot all night last night. Finally had a good night's sleep. So uh, dumb of me not to wear the boot to bed earlier. But I don't wear it during the day because once it isn't stiff, it feels okay. Loosened up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Do you do you give it a little elevation at the uh, old computer at work? Uh, Prop it no. Up a little? Actually, at oh, work wow. I don't. Kind of have like a tight quarter. I, I did it myself in my office, but I just really wanted to be next to a window. So I've really like crammed myself into this <laughs> small corner in the office just so I have a window. You don't like a good fresh air, you know? Oh, Terry loves some fresh air. Big, you know, going back to Ernie McCracken, hair, windows down, hair flying in the wind. Oh, yeah, huge window guy, even in, like, some not happy circumstances. And then, two, even, like, when my friends would go have c- cigarette breaks, I would always love it because I just love to go outside for a little bit. Man, big time in college, cigarette breaks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huge. Love to get – man, I actually witnessed a fraternity trying to dump trash on our lawn while out on a cigarette break at, like, 2 in the morning one night. Yeah, we got them, though, those bastards. Damn delts. Ain't staying a chance. Ha! Ah. UK Volleyball plays Western Kentucky at 10 p.m. on Sunday in the Sweet 16. No matter the sport, ESPN continues to screw UK fans with their scheduling. Oh, whale. Go Cats. Goodness gracious. Just another victim of the West Coast. I mean, there's so many West Coast teams playing. Play them at night. Jiminy Christmas. The thing is, too, is Western, they're consistently good. Travis down there, he's got him rolling. They've been winning conferences for years and years and years. Very good team. Need to have them lose, though. Ooh, here's a good text. Catching in a, oh, yeah. any sort of ball while jumping into the pool. And the little skimmer balls just while in the pool are a lot of fun. The ones that you can, like, Bounce, skip. Yeah. And then you can also, like, soak them and throw them at somebody's back, and it goes... Yeah. <laughs> Ah, just fun. Pool games. Still Coming can't back. believe my brother got rid of his pool. It's really been a strain in our relationship. 
Well, having the kid around, I don't could, care. I could see why. Yeah, even more so. Like, take care of the baby. Let me go hang out in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna have to just go to my friend's house. That's a little more awkward because he's don't not really family. Like him. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not you know, Johnny couldn't kick me out. I can get kicked out of my buddies. We're not family. You know, family can't. I'm not getting kicked out. So of my are we gonna try to get kicked out of your buddies? Yeah, we're gonna have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting real intoxicated. Yeah. Uh, I know the offense was completely out of whack last season for passing purposes, but from what we saw last season, some of the throws Joey Gatewood made last season were concerning. Granted, our receiving core was absolutely atrocious, but I would have hoped to see to have seen more promise from him last season. Well, my take last year was if you had Terry Wilson in that Georgia game, I think it could have at least been tight late in the fourth quarter, at least where, like, get a stop and score in the fourth quarter. It was technically kind of that anyways. Uh, but Joey Gatewood was not impressive in that Georgia game at all. Yeah. It, it was awful. So my take is I'm just blaming it all on Henshaw, that it's quarterback coaches make a difference. So I, I'm going to have a little bit of faith that Gatewood or Will Levis can, can get it done this fall. It's kind of where I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to down that hill. And also that Gatewood had to go up against Georgia too. It wasn't exactly. No, you know. it, it was. It was a really <laughs> tough situation for him. That is true, but still would have. Uh, he would have liked to have seen more. But he I mean, also. If you see more, you probably get Gatewood maybe the rest of the way. Who knows? He's also doing an offense unlike any of the previous ones at Auburn or at Kentucky. So maybe this is just what he needs as a passer. Yeah. Uh, good text, though. I, 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 like, I'm glad to see Joey doing well in the spring game and people hyping up, and quarterbacks do get better over time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess one of those, you're going to have to see it to believe it. And I think a lot of people still think it's going to be. Levis jeans who mm-hmm. wins the starting job. So one thing if coaches aren't good and have absolutely negative swag, AKA zero drip, but that man, Joel justice has swag. If anything that could be sweet is to have Orlando sub out Tony Barbie. I feel like the barber doesn't bring a whole lot to the table. Recruiting wise. Has he been the lead recruiter for anyone we've ever gotten? Yeah, he, well, he was. A, he was actually like surprisingly the re- lead mm-hmm. recruiter for somebody big lately. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I can't either. Not trying to sound condescending, just genuinely curious. I do think Maybe that Clark? they. I don't know. I do think that they've taken Barbie out of recruiting though, in his new title. I think they moved him into a non-recruiting role so that Lucas could be a recruiter. So it's Lucas, Bruiser, and Joel. I think that's the the case. Yeah. But you know. Still. Ooh, Texture says, if you see a tiger from about a mile away and you make eye contact, what are you immediately doing? Are you going to try and walk away calmly and hopefully not trigger the tiger? Or are you going to pray that you can run for your life and hide somewhere? That's scary. Just typing this scenario. <laughs> I think I'm just making sure I am not taking my eye off that tiger. Yeah. And with my eye on the tiger, I'm trying to get to somewhere safe the very slowly without making sudden movement yes and then i'm making myself look big and if the tiger starts coming near me i'm making loud noises i would, seem to get scared by loud noises. yeah i would also add that or i'd get a laser pointer uh you're probably not going to see the tiger from far away blend in pretty well um that's true man going to the zoo and just hearing that tiger roar like i've heard the last few times i've been he's been, been the lion extra no no they're, they're different different parts of the zoo which, by the way, if you haven't done the the light thing at night, very cool. I know you're a little hobbled right now, Terry, but the the zoo lights at night, very awesome. And if you I feel get, like you've been doing more stuff now having a kid than you did when you didn't have a kid. 
That's because you, know, you got to give the help. kid the experiences. Yeah. Well, you took we, the kid to the light thing? Yeah, we did. I mean, we went at uh, kind of at dusk because he so we could try to keep him awake for most of it. So the beginning, we gotcha. didn't get the full lights experience. Uh, but I would highly recommend – it's cooler than any of the other light things we went to because you kind of get to take your time walking around. You can have some little booze. If you get a little wacky, I think it would be an enjoyable time if you were getting a little wacky You're as an adult. let's go on a Wednesday? It wouldn't be a bad time. Gotcha. TJ, with a kid coming up, you should probably know the kids love lights. Yeah. Good. I'll, he also I'll liked the newborn. music. He was, he was clapping a lot to some of the music. It'd be really cool to take him out like three or four because they have some – like you jump on the pad and then they start shooting like an a air cannon at you of like Seems smoke Seems like you rings. had more fun than <laughs> – Oh, yeah. I had a great time. <laughs> Good. Well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, Texter says, hey, podcast listener – Happy Friday. Fun history fact about John Wilkes Booth. He was accidentally shot and almost died in my hometown of Columbus, Georgia in 1860. Have a great weekend, guys. Oh, I didn't know that. No, it's a shame that he didn't. <laughs> oh, the more you know. But I love Columbus, historical fun facts. I think Columbus, Georgia is a border town with Alabama, and UK's recruited a couple kids from there. They got offensive tackle from there, and they're recruiting somebody else there right now. I think a linebacker that's really good. Not familiar. Yeah. Maybe Jerome Wells from there. But, yeah. They, they, big big football place, Columbus, Georgia. LOL at the dude that thinks the Plumley bro who got the job is the one that texts in the most. Sorry about you, you loser. I'll be here all day, every day. Oh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Suck it, says Plumley, bro. Wow. John here again. The owl was fired last cap season, but we may be in talks for him to come back. He is a popular SOB, so we may have to give the people what they want. Isn't that what we had yesterday? Basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Keep Bobby Cook in your thoughts and prayers with his wife. I know that she was having some problems last weekend, and we had to reschedule our one-on-one. Bobby Cook's such a good man, made made sure to get in touch with me multiple times. He was so sorry that he had to reschedule. Just goes to show how much he cares about his students. If there's one person I'm glad I'm giving business to, it's definitely Bobby Cook, a legit legend. I'm pretty sure she's doing better, though, but keep him and his family in your thoughts and prayers. Will do. Had no idea, and... Uh, Definitely. I appreciate you doing that, and that does sound like the Bobby Cook I've gotten to know is one that's going to uh, do what's most important, obviously, for him and his family. But I'm glad that he was reaching out to you, staying in touch, and making sure that you all are going to get rescheduled. And uh, He's a good dude. Got a good thing going there. That that operation, I think, could make uh, could, could, could do well. I think mm-hmm. golf simulator business is is uh, going to boom here throughout the country, especially places in colder areas. I know it's already this is no nothing new, no technology, mm-hmm. but you're starting to see more places pop up. I think that's a good thing. Uh, Robert says I'm starting to panic a little about next year's basketball roster. Every day it seems like we're offering a new guard, each worse than the last. I think this is an old Texas. Yeah, are you just texting an old Texan at this point here? No, I think uh, yeah, Justin, suck it, buddy. I'm not doing anything. Oh. These have all came in today. I uh, be patient, Robert. Yep. Just gotta be patient. Wait, I lied. Right. I sent you the wrong one for Robert. Oh, his, damn it, Justin! His real text is Robert ignoring UK's basketball slash football history. Which would you rather have at UK next year? A generational football talent or a generational basketball talent? I'm going football. It's simply the more popular sport overall. Who? I like his point. A generational basketball talent because that's winning the national championship. Yeah. For the most part. So. Football. Football, a generational football talent might be able to get you. If you have a quarterback that's a generational talent, then maybe I'd do that. Yeah, because you'd have a defense around him. You didn't say quarterback. 
So if what if you had a generational talented left tackle, Kentucky, yeah, certainly I'd love it. It'd help. But like, is that really changing the season landscape from a major scale? Right, right. I don't maybe so. a win. Yeah. Maybe basketball. If you have a generational talent, you're only there's only five dudes on the court. So I would take the basketball one. If it's quarterback at football, then it's a, then then I'm probably taking football. Even then, though, I still think you're you're probably passing up at least a Final Four in basketball for what could end up being maybe a eight nine win season in football, which would be a lot of fun. I think you would if you had that guy at quarterback. You're at least playing in Atlanta. I don't think I don't think that's necessarily a guarantee. I think it's certainly a possibility. I would still if it's quarterback, I'm taking football. Anything else, I'm taking basketball. Okay. Like that's it. my answer, right. and I'm sticking to it. Underrated Macaulay Culkin movie is the Page Page Master was great. Which see, yeah. and I completely forgot about this until I saw pictures, and I believe I never even watched this when I was as. I think I saw it too young too. I want to go. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. Page Master kind of freaked me out a little bit. Yeah, it, it definitely has its scary moments because I mean, he gets sucked into books and becomes animated, right? Yes. Yeah. So that like things that happen in books like come to come to life. Uh, Texture cool says concept. faking the play action is critical when throwing the pig flush. It's true. Yep. It's the thrill of the fight, rising up to the challenge of our rival, and the last known survivor stalks his prey in the night. John here. TJF, my friends. Yeah, you sent the wrong one. I did. For. Yep. I I, how, just send the last one that's there. Well, so the, the text, last one that's there, the I, one that I you understand. Send over. The text line screwed up. It's not my fault. Get it's off me. One hundred percent your off fault. <laughs> did you pick up on the "I have the tiger" lyrics? By the way, TJ. I did. Yeah. Right. Yeah. John here. I mean, the text line is just like I, I know that the quality of our show has gone down today. It doesn't mean the text line needed to go down as well. <laughs> John here, TJF Friday, my friends. I'm excited for this weekend. I might go do some fishing and go get some salsaritas. Woo! Man, I'm happy about Ty Ty. He's going to be great. Apparently, he is a four star right now, but I believe 24 7 might move him up to a five star level by the final rankings. If this happens and we get him, would this move the Cats up a spot in the team rankings? We'll got to go talk to you later. Yeah, but with the, I mean, who cares about freshman recruiting rankings anymore if, when transfers are such a big part of the game, too? You need to do the combined rankings of all that and what you're bringing in, John, and that's what we can be excited about. I bet Ty Ty finishes as a five star. He's just been kind of too good lately. Especially when you just don't really hear much about players anymore. Any good press is, or any good, and he had a nice run in the Geico's national championship. So, yeah, I think he'll end up being a five star. I'm starting to, oh gosh, I swear. Justin. <laughs> I didn't, this is from your brother to try to stir the pot. <laughs> I know. I'm starting to worry about next year's basketball roster. It seems like every day we're offering a new guard. Oh, oh Johnny, just right. suck it. Everybody have a good weekend. Oh. <laughs> Screw you, Johnny. Suck it. I don't know what else we got. Uh, anything we need to. Huge recruiting announcements. The Wade Twins tonight at approximately five. Keontae Goodwin at about six Saturday night. And uh, UK Volleyball. Sunday at 10 against Western Kentucky. And the UK who do the Batscats have this weekend? I don't know. But uh, UK football spring scrimmage tomorrow morning. We'll be getting updates around noon. So Just there's go, some stuff. Go sneak in. Tell, Nobody would notice you. Y'all be telling me I'm right on Keontae Goodwin on Monday. Suck it, Justin. Yeah, although, it, Justin. although that's what I was going to bring up. The Indiana uh, website that I pay for has the crystal ball for Kentucky. So <laughs> might be eating my words, but I'm sticking through it. At Georgia this weekend. I think Georgia's actually like been playing really well lately. So mm. uh don't get swept. That's seriously the the that's the standard. Don't get swept. But you can guarantee they'll lose tonight because they will lose every Friday night game. All right, besides that, go back cats.
This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio. Everybody have a good weekend. Be safe. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. For good behavior, back in the neighborhood of working for the city that asked.